Good evening, listeners. It's Wednesday, and that means that you're listening to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Listeners, sometimes we like to watch things, and then we like to watch things about how those things that we watched came to be watchable. Mm. Now, I'm not speaking, of course, of some behind-the-scenes reel or anything, but sometimes we want to see how that ring got to the Shire. Mm. We want to know how Darth Vader got his angst. Mm. We want to know why it's better to call Saul. Mm-hmm. And gosh darn, we want to know what Chuck Norris was up to when he was missing in action. Okay, that we don't. <laughs> I know what you're talking about for sure. It's a, it's a prequel show, folks. Whoa! Origin stories. I can't do it alone. I'm in the booth, back in the booth, in the physical booth with Sean and Sanjia. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? Good. Is your body tired of being cold? <laughs> um, weirdly, I'm not, but I have been on edge because I'm like, this car runs like a top, but someday <laughs> it's, it might not. <laughs> like you're worried your car's going to break down? You 100%. Be but... It's seemingly we're on the way out now, like mm-hmm. the, the cold. But yeah, no, I think I it's... was waking up every morning, crossing my little fingers, feeding my friend's cat at eight in the morning. <laughs> oh, scared that I wouldn't get there to feed Hans. <laughs> a saint, a true saint. A saint. I feel like we're in the weird space now where it's supposed to warm up, and I'm like, is it over? And that's a dangerous game to play with yourself. It's, yeah, it's early January, Jerry. You never Sorry. play games with mm-hmm. yourself. That's I play games with myself all the time. That's all I do. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, this is a prequel show. We're talking about prequels today. And when we talk about prequels, I just want to say, mm. I think the word is dumb. Oh. Yeah. It, it's because it's a riff-off sequel. Yeah, it's, it a, por- it's a portmanteau. Right. Oh, it is a portmanteau. But I, I, what if I don't want my Monteau ported? Well, your Monto's going to get ported. <laughs> Put it in the closet instead, I guess. Oh, maybe. Anyway, uh, a prequel is, of course, when they have a thing. We're going to talk mostly about movies, but it could be anything. And then they're like, hey, we really like this, and we probably can't figure out how to make anything more out of what we've done. So let's make a thing let's about... back it up. Before. Back, the back, before back time. Yeah. Uh, in a world where I'm just concerned that the backstory of things is better than the actual story I'm watching, Harry Potter. Uh, tr- that Joanne. Tr- who's Joanne? Joanne. That's JK's first name. For you think real? her name was JK? Like JK Simmons? <laughs> it suits her. Just, that's, kid- just kidding. That's so sad. <laughs> just kidding, Sorry, to, sorry to the Joannes out there to say it, but. I didn't know that. Okay. <sighs> I just uh-huh. I don't know why, but it, to me it feels like a little moment of disrespect to be like Joanne. I'm going to start calling her that. I feel like it's perfect. And she's earned it. Yeah, no offense to any of our Joannes. We love yeah, you. Yeah, we, we love you. The, we love you. There's particular Joannes that we're not a fan of. One of which tried cloud. One of which tried to go by JK. Which <laughs> just JK. That's too weird. Let's let's do the show about Strong that. Strong start. No. Uh, you guys, how do you feel in general about prequels? What's your vibe? I'm open to it, you know? Like I like what you were saying about the backstory. Yeah. I feel that. I like to know where a character came from and I think that idea of like how did they become the character we know now is interesting. Like we talked last week about Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, mm-hmm. the Hunger Games prequel. Mm-hmm. And like I think that idea of 
exploring how evil President Snow became evil President Snow, mm-hmm. I think there's value in that, and it's interesting. Uh, isn't from the time we last spoke, mm-hmm. research has been done. Wasn't there a By bunch? Of, wasn't there a bunch of stuff about his backstory that did not make it into that story? It's like stuff about drinking poison and like all this stuff. No, uh, uh, he poisons people. That's his right. That's his. But but like modus he, operandi from a film standpoint, nah. It's in the book. Right. Okay. That's great. We, however, ha- I know we have to refer to the books. I know, but uh, it's not to the text. Why didn't they include it in the? Ask no time. What's his face? Ask or what's her face? I don't know who directed it. <laughs> Suzanne. Was it in no, the Joanne. book? Yeah. The poisonings. Mm-hmm. Yes. The 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 prequel book. Yes, he discovers that poisoning is quite the excellent tool because it cannot be traced to him. Okay, and he protects himself by taking it every day? Now, yeah, that's why he has the like sores in his mouth. I don't know if you knew about that. Actually, I don't know so if that's is, in the this, movies. It's not at all. It's, that's, why, that's, why, that's my hang-up here. I think there is a thing, though, about him, like, um, sorry, listeners, this is gross, Yeah, spitting up blood into there like, is, a handkerchief, but, we, we but it doesn't get, explain it. Yeah, we don't get anything more of that. So that's because, yeah, he's been like taking poison every day forever. Yes. To microdosing. Yes. 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 microdosing, yes. For his mood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so that he's like, like, a, like uh, Wallace Shawn. He, he was on this Princess sort of, Bride. he was on placebo for a while, and then now he's on like the real track. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole, it's a long-term clinical trial, but he, yeah. And it's not working out well because his mouth is full of sores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel, I just, that's a super interesting thing. And I was like, why isn't this in the movie? Why didn't we? Again, write letters to them, they, where, or Where is them. the scene where he slowly turns into the Sutherland that we all know and love? Well, am I wrong in thinking that he poisons the Dean? Yes, he did. Dean he did. Yeah. He does. So yes. that, yeah. I feel like, is... That's enough. That's his, that's his he like, was like, entry point. Oh, that's, yeah. oh, yeah. He poisons the Dean, and then at the end of the last movie, he coughs up some blood. Crushed it. Yeah. Those are super, super interesting things. Listen, anyway. we already did the Hunger Games show. We yeah, did. Sorry, sorry. Back out. We have back got out. to back out. Uh, um, I need to give my answer. Here we go. And that is that I, I'm of two minds, because mm-hmm. when there is a rich beautiful world that someone creates mm-hmm. and then you're like well i want to see more like lord of the rings star wars you might know something about that yeah, harry potter it. all of like then i'm like let me hear more stories from this crazy world but if it's something that they don't really build on that like like this sort of influx of disney villains with prequels mm. i think that's lame I think it takes a lot of the power out of them. I just like, why can't Corella just be a bad bee mm. without being like, giving her this major backstory? Can't she just be kind of, can't she be literally cruel? La. Cruella. 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 Nope, Sean, it's childhood trauma. Yes, yeah. it always boils down like, oh, they we have to find cut my wings off man. or whatever. And yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, I agree with Sean. <laughs> In that I'm I, so shocked. I'm also of two minds. I do think when approached to expand the world, it is a fun and cool thing. Uh, I, I do feel like, and this is the case with Songbirds and Snakes, where it is a little like, how can we how can we squeeze more out of this lemon? Well, you know, yeah. not that it's a lemon. That's a dollar, mean, dollar that's, bill. Yeah. There's a little I mean, meat left on that chicken bone. Thank you. They say. Thank you. Yeah. Are, so sorry, you you don't feel that way about Fantastic Beasts. 
by contrast? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I do. They almost pulled it off and then did not. Harry Potter is hard yeah, fumble. <laughs> and also, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but I am really obsessed with the the shift between characters. Like when Dumbledore goes from wearing really nicely tailored, beautiful suits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to wearing crazy wizard uh, robes. Yeah, like, like I, when I, did that happen? I want to see that day. I want to see the transition there. Yeah, when did President? Like, oh man, this is the only thing in the store. Oh, it's so comfortable. The what? day where he stopped being Jude Law and started being Richard yeah. Harris. Yeah, it's just what. Like, how do we get there? Yeah, that's the thing I'm interested in. Because the they're only they're only like. I, you know, there's so many memes about it, but they're not that many years apart mm-hmm. betwixt no. him going from extremely beautifully young Jude Law to mm-hmm. Michael Gambon or whatever. So. Actually, they might be like a, a hundred years apart. I know, but wizard but years, wizard years, wizard sure, sure, years. Sure. Um, but the my whole well, Fantastic Beasts specifically, the first movie was arguably good in terms of world building. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, like all these different cool, you know, living at Hogwarts is rough because we only see it through the lens of living what's at allowed Hogwarts at that age. is rough. Right? Yeah. Uh, but um, the slavery alone. Did, did you guys see the second Fantastic Beast? Heck no. I think so. Uh, it was so bad. What's when so, up, so so what, so, 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 with, so um, bad? Oh no! What's their name? Miller Ezra, Ezra Miller. Is that the second one? He's, well, Ezra, he's in the second and third Ezra's movie. in the first one as well. I think, I think, oh, is he? I think they them now, Jer. Oh, I might be for real? Yeah. I, think, I didn't I think know that. They Thank you. are a sex criminal. They are insane. Oh. But, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, we, we will Harry. use their correct pronouns. <laughs> no, thank you for telling me. I had no, no idea. Yeah, of course. That's awesome. No, they are a scourge on society. <laughs> <laughs> they're terrorizing us. But also, they're NB, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, yes. back to that. Uh, they just got so bad. Mm-hmm. So, so, so bad. And I don't even know how you get as bad as you get. You no longer found the Fantastic Beasts cute and fun? I mean, they might have been, but they were draped against just a horrible story. Well, and didn't it, like, undo a bunch of the plot points from the first one? Like, wasn't... Oh, yeah. Weren't weren't there, like, two characters that were, like, memory-wiped, and then they yeah. show back up in the second one? They're like, like bet the you humans. saw The Last of Us. One of them is memory-wiped and comes back, and they just, like, convince him to get back on board. Like, they don't undo the memory wipe. They're just like, oh, you're used to this. And then he's like, I'm intrigued. <laughs> like, it's that just is a weird. so stupid. It's yeah. so crazy. And I don't know what happened in terms of that whole situation. Maybe it should have been a book first. I don't know. But. One, well, weren't there, dark. like, got no dark. beasts? Uh, well, the third one. Did you watch the third one? No, because it's I think. Third. Was yes. the third one with Johnny Depp? No. He was out. He was out by that Johnny point. Johnny Depp yeah. was in the Oh, he's in the first second one. one. Yes, that's he's correct. Yeah, Grindelwald. Okay, I think I didn't see it in two? theaters because I was boycotting Johnny Depp. Oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I watched. But I guess I did watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just got really weird, and then Dumbledore kind of became the main character, which is a little obvious. And in the third one, if I'm not mistaken, what's the dude's name? Grindelwald. Newt? No, Newt. Newt Scamander. He is like on a mission. And it's super unimportant, <laughs> adjacent oh. to what oh, uh, Dumbledore's doing. And so the camera just, like, slowly starts to pan over to Jude Law, and he's just, like, running behind him. Like, it's just, it's wild. I don't know. It's crazy. Hmm. It's wild. It's I wild. feel like we're, we're actually not making a strong case for sequels in this moment. Prequels. Prequels. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's, I'm fine with that. I'm a, that's, that, was, that was a bad... 
that was a, that was a bad a bad go. Well, uh, as listeners will now find out later, there are some good ones. There are yeah, some. True. There are some good things. Um, why do you think they've become so popular lately? Do you guys have any any thoughts about why? There's so Cash many. money, baby. Yeah, because it, yes. it's really easy to use like an existing IP mm-hmm. because you just can prove that it's already made money mm-hmm. and the people will come to see it. Instead of squeezing from that fruit, and, you just go back to the seed, right? And it's less of a financial risk. And your metaphors are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all plant-based. What's happening? I find plants disgusting. <laughs> Sean's a meditarian. I'm, I'm um, keto. Otherwise known as a carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here's an interesting question, and it's so hard to answer. I'm so sorry. But if you had to pick your your favorite series and or film, and you got to pick a prequel or a sequel, which would you pick? Wait, so we're like Whoa. imagining? I, I, like, like the real question is, are you for sequels or for prequels? If you had, if if if, if oh. choice. However, I'm intensifying it by p- relating it to you more directly. Hmm. Well, first of all, I can't pick a favorite movie, and you know uh, that. Just so. for right now. It's just like for oh, the gosh. other movies, I'm going to feel bad. Well, Spirited Away, I don't think lends itself well to sequels or prequels, so I'm it, off to a bad could. start. We could see how the hotels run. Like, we could see well, the yeah, whole bunch of, you know, like before she gets there. Oh, about you, Baba. Yeah, there's tons of stuff, right? Mm. So. In this case, I'm saying prequel, I guess. Young Baba. Mm. Yeah, and her sister. True. I don't even know her sister. They look the same. It's fun. <laughs> it's so it's so me exactly. It's a, and it's a it's a recognizable face. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That face is in all all his movies. Having recently seen the boy, he's not afraid to draw that face. Um, that big nose action. Honestly, Jeremy, this is hard for me too. So, what do you got? What do you have? What do I think? What were you thinking? I seems to be abstaining. I well, no, I there definitely is like a like at the end of Mighty Ducks. I was oh. like, you know, there's a Mighty Ducks too. Like, I knew that that was going to happen, and I was okay with it. It was fine. Do you want to see Coach Bombay when he played hockey? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not at Never all. Never mind. Right? But it is just this thing of, like, when you do a prequel, you can kind of protect some things mm. or ruin them. Well, th- I think right? that's what a lot of... Is that they really try to sand the edges of characters mm-hmm. when they do a prequel in a way that's kind of lame or like takes away some of the grit of that character. Because mm-hmm. lest we forget, Coach Bombay got that job by driving drunk. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and as his punishment was forced to uh, coach a hockey team, which is hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's how, the 80s were a wild time. That's how, it then. that's how it worked then. That was how the law worked, you guys. Yeah. Um, they're so like, sh- not only will we give you more responsibility, but they're going to be underage children yeah. involved <laughs> now. <laughs> vulnerable, vulnerable sector for today. Uh, I think that prequels are better when they offer more questions than answers. That is my answer to the question. Oh, yeah, right. I like that. Where, where, answer. like we're building, we're building on other things. I do think uh, so. In the case of Better Call Saul, which I did watch this week, we are like learning something wholly new about the world that other characters may live in, and then at some points we get the fun. Oh, there's Jesse and Walt situation. Mm. Uh, if that's all you're doing it for, then it's bad. Don't do that, right? Don't don't answer questions I didn't ask, but give me more questions. And I'm down. Okay. Yeah, I think when what they try to do is really wrap things up into a tight little bow that like answer everything from the previous, and that's kind of lame. That's not what yeah. I'm interested in. 
That's true. Anyway, I think it sounds like if if people are just willing to explore the world more, maybe we're on board more Mm so, as opposed to our favorite characters in some new random scenario that maybe doesn't fit. Like, I think a great example of this is that I, of a film that I loved last year, was Prey, and it's a prequel to Predator, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which Predator, you know, I have never seen. Uh, It's just, you know, it didn't really catch my attention. But then to have a prequel, uh, like, just set, because your prequel can be any time over the entirety of Earth's existence, Mm -hmm. because these aliens can pop in, pop out. And it just takes place, like, in a Comanche tribe in, like, I don't know, 1800s or whatever. But then it really opens up, like, how would, like, a bunch of... Japanese samurais handle mm-hmm. fighting the predator or like just any like sort of group throughout time. Yeah. And that's extremely fun. Yeah. Mm. I know Focus I, on the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can just kind of jump around. I would yeah. watch a predator show that's just a different time period every episode. Like, yeah. It's basically totally. Bill and Ted but <laughs> predators. With, and fight scenes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Predators like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All parts played by Keanu and I think that's, that's Yeah. Good. Uh, this kind of my next question kind of also applies to sequels. Now that I read it in the booth here, but do you guys think that things are being made now to sort of like prep for more? You know, like did anyone did anyone think the Avatar sequel was coming? I don't know, but now I feel like they're making things to make bigger worlds and have more mm. additions. Well. You're wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. Always. And that series is prequels on prequels on sequels on timelines. It's true. Prequels all the way down. It's crazy. Not not only that, but they've actually, like, deleted prequels and sequels to make way for new prequels and sequels. Right, like canon. Yeah, there's, like, canon legends. Because I do remember when Rogue One came out that I was like, this Mm. is a very clever little piece of filmmaking and I liked seeing just like a new piece of a new viewpoint of uh, an event that happened al- that we've already seen happen. And then now, I feel like there's just shows on series on animated series that are I'll never catch up. I'll never watch them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And there is I tried to oh my gosh, you guys! I tried to watch a show with with the child called Young Jedi. Have you seen it? No, I didn't know it Is it a rapper? Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Young Jedi. I would probably watch that more. Now it's about, like, kids who are Jedis being trained by Yoda. What? The series finale. In what time period? Yeah, the series finale is Anakin walks in. In an an uncomfortable one, honestly. Younglings. (laughs) But uh, it's kind of weird. Oh. It's like... uh, In what way? Like, like it's just like it's like baby Muppets or whatever. Yes, but Jedi's. Oh, I love baby That's, Muppets though. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. M- Muppet Babies also a prequel, right? Muppet Babies is an it, underrated prequel. It, it is. It is. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's underrated. Sure. As a man who's watched all of the Muppet Babies, what are you saying to me? I didn't even know that. Like series, is there movies? I don't know how much. <laughs> how much? How much Muppets have you seen? I've seen. I've seen a lot of the Muppets. Normal, 
normal age, but I haven't seen many Buffett babies. Oh man, I've seen all. I've seen it all. What is? I thought it was. What is it? A cartoon, right? Yeah, and it's about. Uh, and you've seen every episode? I, at least ninety-five times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> there's an old cartoon about Muppet babies. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's what I'm thinking of. And then there's a newer one uh, mm-hmm. where Jenny Slade plays Miss Nanny. And all the Muppets are there, and they have a good time. They learn life lessons. And that is a prequel to The Muppet Show, and they allude to it a whole bunch of times. And then I was like, well, let's watch The Muppet Show. And the child was like, what is this? This is terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I think she wasn't ready. Maybe she should revisit it. Back, but, to, um, back to babies. Yeah, I had Her appreciation seen, of kitsch hasn't developed yet. Maybe. No, not yet. But I had seen The Muppet Show, obviously, from my youth. From your youth in yes. the 70s. And now I brought it back. Why, well, I mean... This blockbuster video, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh my god! But the children don't even know what that is. The, well, yeah, no, that's gone. The that's children, gone. people thirty years old, don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not that much over there. I think twenty seven and below. Twenty, right. like twenty five yeah. and List, below. Listeners, if you're twenty five, blockbuster below, years. The blockbuster years. <sighs> blockbuster generation. Do you have fond memories of blockbusters? So yeah, much? I really do. Yeah. What about you, Sean? I don't have many because I was from a small town. Did they oh, have a different. did they have a like a gas station with a whole bunch of stuff? We had a gas station with a bunch of extremely random like maybe 15 VHSs to choose from. Ooh. So it would be like literally like Silence of the Lambs or like Two Wong Fu Thanks for Everything. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like the most random mix. I stand by my math because mm-hmm. my brother is uh-oh. There we go. Turning 28, I think. Uh, he, or 27. Oh, sorry, Bjorn. Love you. And he was, what um, year was he born? Do you know this? 97. Okay. So he's turning 28. 27. Oh, no. Anyway, he, math. he used to call it Buster Block when he was really oh, little. So, so, so it's like 25. Anyway. What is dummy? Does your whole family dummy. call it that now? Though? We did. For yeah, a long of course time, you yeah. did. Yeah, that's great. I love how stuff like that just sticks into the family's like lexicon. Yeah, forever. forever. Like we just call it this now. It's true. Uh, okay, you guys. Next, I, I don't know. I have no idea where we landed with that last question. But what are your thoughts on when the prequel outshine, outshines its source? Do you have any examples of this? I have one that I honestly have super mixed feelings about, and we'll talk about it. But please bring go. it up. Okay, I watched Red Dragon this week. Oh, oh. yeah, I wanted to, but didn't and get around to it. I might like it better. Wait, than really? Silence than Silence of the Lambs? Man, I don't know. Dang. Like it's it's just. Um, I remember reading those books when I was, unfortunately, a kid, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that they get, they're kind of, like, more violent, or, like, more disturbing. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. Yes. Well, uh, I don't know. When, first of all, I was confused more about when it happened, because I didn't watch Silence of the Lambs, I just watched Red Dragon. Uh, but it does happen before, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's in jail because of those... Things, yeah. I think. <laughs> Who's the, the things that happened? Okay, fair enough. True. Does he get it? Oh, my God. I can't even remember. Well, he does uh, get out at the end of Silence of the Lambs. Yes, of course. Uh, but there's also Hannibal, which I am now mixing into this whole thing in my mind. Does not matter. I just watched uh, The Intensity of Mr. Fines. Uh, anyway. Oh, I forgot oh, it was it's him. Oh, it's yeah, Yes. I think like he just does such a creepy job. And he's good at it. it's so like he's just so good at it, right? And it's so weird. Is that Julianne Moore? Yeah, 
It's super mm. good. <laughs> anyway. Mm. The middle-aged actress effect. <laughs> but that's kind of why I was thinking of this question. Are there things that are better than their, than their source? Well, for me, it's the pearl of it all. Oh, Pearl, for sure. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, Because Pearl is a prequel to X, right? That's what yeah. it's called. And, like, and we watched them in, chronolo- back back. in, in like, mm-hmm. in-world chronological order of watching Pearl first. In our world. In, in, oh, wait. No, in the... Cr- no, we watched... Yeah, no, because didn't we watch Pearl oh, first? Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yes, oh, you're okay. right. Um, and, yeah, undeniably better, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, much superior film. But also, they're both doing different genres. But yeah, I would, I very much enjoyed watching Pearl. 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, Pearl was great. That was nuts. Like, it was so good. But uh, I still haven't watched. I still haven't watched. But also, in that case, it is a prequel by eight months or something. Mm. They really, like, they filmed them basically back to back. Mm hmm. Oh, that is interesting from like a production standpoint. Yeah, yeah. but the prequelness of the thing does not have. It has to do with when stuff is released, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, but it, like, it is interesting to think about like the proximity mm-hmm. between. Yeah, like they released them like Irish twins, like, right? Yeah. In, to both in the same year. Well, and in terms <laughs> of like creative choices and like, mm-hmm. like there's some continuity there. I think that there might maybe wouldn't be with. Something that gets made way far apart by maybe someone different. Mm-hmm. But also, it does kind of like, because for me now, is Pearl the sort of source text, right? And like, true. while actually a prequel, mm. that it might not be my experience. Like, it does feel like the OG. Well, yeah, like, mm-hmm. did he maybe write them? Probably all at, at the once. same time. Oh, usually, yeah. But you think, about, you think about things. You think mm. about things. Oh, well, we'll be thinking about this. Um, do you guys have any other... Uh, Sean, do you have any thoughts about prequels that outshined their... For me, it was, yeah, Prey and Pearl. I was going to say, all, all P-related? All P-related. Everything good. in my life, P-related. Um, yeah, those two, definitely, I would say, prequels that were superior to their to their OG texts. Because you have not seen Predator at this point. And I don't really want... I've seen... You don't YouTube. see Carl Weathers j- jittering muscles as he embraces... Oh, wow. Oh man, it's all about muscles. We got Carl jiggling. Oh. Um, I have seen <laughs> YouTube clips. I feel like I kind of get it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, heat, heat, uh, sight, whatever. <laughs> heat, he sight. covers himself in mud. Yada yada yada. They always cover themselves in mud. That's the go-to move. And well, and pray. She has a different move. Oh, fair enough. I, she, I still need to watch it. Yeah, it looks. It looks oh, good. it's so good. She like there's like a herb that like can turn your blood cold. Oh god. <laughs> Interesting. That's yeah. a that's a that's a that's a more intense. It's pretty intense, but you know, she you guys got you got do gotta watch it. It's very fun. Mm. Do gotta, she really uses her brain. Do gotta watch. You do gotta watch. Uh, I want to talk. We have. Two minutes. I want to talk about something really quick. We all watched The Godfather a little while ago. Yes, I was going to say that. this one, but then it's uh-huh. my answer to the next question. So oh, okay, well, well then, so we'll just bad do it now. sequels. Just, just do it oh. now. No, good. Well, oh. Well, oh yeah, no. I was saying I thought that was a low point for me. <gasps> the flat, the the flashbacks. What I could cut them out. Like the point. one with 
with Robbie, Robbie De Niro. Yeah, like Bobby, it's just like I, like, I like I don't know what we're getting out of it in terms of like it's not a character we really care about at that point. I feel right, like The Godfather is iconic in I, in terms of him being the Godfather, mm-hmm. but like from a story standpoint, he doesn't do a lot. <laughs> we got <laughs> to see how he built this empire. Yeah, it's, all about, it's I, all about Michael, though. Well, no, but I think it kind of like illustrates the like. So the like trauma and yeah, the fear that trauma. that drove um, Vito. Yep, I forgot. His, I was crushed like, it. The Godfather. Yeah, you got there, and like I think that then like informs kind of the family vibe and dynamic mm-hmm. that like leads to Michael's descent, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Uh, Trip maybe, off the rails. Maybe the whole Oof. thing is just tainted by Godfather Three for me. Well, and that's <laughs> I think a strong possibility. <laughs> It still hurts. It still hurts. I don't yeah. think it'll ever not hurt. Uh, it hurts like a poisoned. Uh, oh damn! What does she? What does Dolly Shire give? <laughs> well, while we <laughs> forget. while we think no. about the answer to that question, it's probably time to take a break before we complain more about the Godfather parts one and two. Uh, you guys, you're listening to Spoiler Alert on ninety one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Listeners, welcome back to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Today we're talking about prequels. We're having a good time. We're maybe complaining a bit too much, but it's all good. Hmm. You guys, do you know what time it is? I, kn- I knew what time it was originally, but now that it's before that time, I don't. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Sean Sheehan. It was a long winter's night. <gasps> it's game time, people. Whoa! <laughs> For those who don't know, the game is where I spend you guys... This might be the longest I've ever taken to... I feel like we have talked about all of these. Yeah, I mean, And I was trying to find one where you had not seen... Like, you had seen the the source, but not the prequel. Mm. And I don't think it exists. Yeah, that's mm. tricky. Well... Anyway, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. You guys, are you ready to play the game? Yeah, I think so. This week's title is... Missing in Action 2, colon, The Beginning. What? That <laughs> title again, Missing in Action 2, The, the Beginning. beginning. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Missing in Action 3. The OG. What? <laughs> 3. Is three. that real? 100% real, yes. And that does Missing in Action 3 take place? It's, we'll talk about it. It's okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll lay the whole thing out. Sean, you, you want to go? Or you want me to go? Um, I can go. I, well, okay, I think it's about a um, a group of American soldiers. Okay. They, you know, they mm-hmm. go off to mm-hmm. some unnamed eastern country, uh, and they, uh, you know, their helicopter goes down or whatever. Black Hawk down. They uh, there's like four of them, and they're like stranded in. So they're stranded in the desert, and they are they are presumed missing in action. The radio works for people to they they hear that, but they're like, "Oh my gosh, but we're still alive!" And so then they, okay, wait a minute, no, because this is what <laughs> the plot of missing in action yeah. is. Oh. Yeah. And then they eventually find their way back. Mm-hmm. But the missing in action to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, how does, how can we? Okay, can, we okay. can we break the rules and tag team it? 
Yeah, please. Oh, are you doing it? This is a team entry. Is that what you're saying? Let's do a team entry. Or, or, and then we each get half a point if we. Yeah, yeah I think that's very good. Okay, collaboration. Yeah. We love it. Mm-hmm. I, so what I was thinking, Sean, because I was going to say the same thing. I like it's probably about like each of the like platoon members. Their origins. And their, yeah, the like events of their lives that like led them to mm. to join the army. Because then I was also was like maybe. They got betrayed by an older general or something. Oh. And then... And that's why they're missing an action. Yeah, but then the the beginning is we see this man as a young platoon person <laughs> and how he gets to be the way he is. Yes. Platoonist, <laughs> <laughs> A platooner, if you will. <laughs> so if anything there strikes you, Jeremy... You just feel free to give us a point. <laughs> I, yeah, and I think we agree that we each get a full point is what we said. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that's fine. Uh, there was hints of it that <gasps> were a really strong start, uh, but it did trail off. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know the best way to explain this. Maybe in the as the movies came out. So uh, these are Chuck Norris movies. Oh, not true. And I don't know if you guys have seen that many Chuck Norris movies. Mario no. one. Uh, I would describe them as good Steven Seagal movies, which is still maybe not wow. the best. Anyway, so Missing in Action, the first film, uh, is about, uh, what's his name? Braddock. What? Braddock. Why does How? that sound familiar? How's that a name? Maybe uh, That's his name. First name? Last uh, name? Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Brad. I think, it's his, I think it's his last name, but that's exclusively what they call them. Okay. Got uh, it. Well, that's such an army thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Colonel Braddock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Get over here, Private Braddock. I just James, imagine Sean and Colonel the army. James Braddock. Okay, so in the first Missing in Action, it is with so from the start, it is ten years after he's returned from being missing in action. So it's been ten years since that happened. However, he has to go back to the jungle. It's all about Vietnam and such. Okay. Because he is looking for some friends he believes are alive and have never made it back. Ten years ago. Yes, that's like, where that's where this whole thing starts. Got it. Uh, and then there was some outcry because a whole bunch of people thought it was about him being missing in action. Mm. So then they made missing in action to the beginning, which is about his... So you were right! Kind, kind of. of. Yes, is it's sort of. You guys went too far back. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean is like Sean... Thought he made a mistake at the beginning when he talked about it. Oh about yes, I see. Yes, he was action. much closer in that way. Yeah. Actually, he was no, that is true. Uh, anyway, I, I see how they did it. I yeah, see how they got there. 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 Uh, so, <laughs> missing in action two, the beginning is about his time in a POW camp in Vietnam. Oh and boy, his escape uh, and his escape. It is. It was made in 1985. I watched this movie when I was three. Uh, oh, no. oh my has, god! It has three or four. It has some of. The most violent things that I've ever been depicted, maybe. Before. Uh, and one of them, which, like, in retrospect is pretty cool, but did terrify me. Trigger warning, just for grossness and weird stuff. Oh. However, uh, at one point, uh, they are trying to elicit a response out of Chuck in a negative way. Mm. I'll just put it gently like that. Yep. And so what they do is they put a rat in a bag no. and then tie it to his noggin. And then I think they hang him upside down. 
Wait. <laughs> they put the rat in the bag, they hang it from his head, but nope, then he's also put, hanging from nope, his head. they put the bag over his head. Oh, with, with rat the, in it. Yes, and then I'm he... I'm so sorry. And then he... I was like, no, the what's rat's, the point? The rat's part of it. Yeah, and, <laughs> but then he fights it hanging upside down, suspended with his teeth. Because the he's rat? Chuck, he, Chuck he Norris fights, fights the, rat the rat, yeah. With his teeth? Yes, he does, yeah. Sick. And it, this is how Chuck Norris, like, the mythology comes, right? Like, this right. is how... Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, just as a little tidbit, missing in action three, we again jump back to the ten years after these events, and it's revealed that he's had a wife who's been lost this whole time. Oh, he's and like, so I he, didn't mention her, but I should find her so too. He goes, Priorities, Chuck. And he goes back to find her, and he does, and he finds out they have a bunch of kids, and like it's just a super strange thing. A bunch? What? Yes. <laughs> They're not his kids. <laughs> I'm like, um... I know he can fight a rat with his teeth, but can he impregnate a woman overseas? It's so, it's so crazy. Uh, anyway, there's also kind of a funny thing that happened, because Chuck Norris also made these movies called Delta Force, mm. and they also followed this weird, like, this one happens before this one sequence, and uh, it's pretty wild. Oh, God. <laughs> that has never made me more, like, less likely to watch a film. Yeah. It is series. so far away from a thing I thought that you guys would like. Yeah, you, no. However, you nailed it. You all, did you guys look at the prequel list of all the things? Mm, Some of them are pretty kooky-looky. But all, most of them I feel like you're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, this, like, this is actually crazy how familiar I am. Like, we've talked about so many of them just yeah. over the course of the show. Uh, you guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank you, thank I you. think. Yeah. It was a wild day, and now we have those sweet, sweet team rules for the game. Yeah, interesting wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we kind of ended up not... You guys, we, we, you, you played the field. I we think came together fine. and then went apart. I think it's okay. <laughs> um, we're talking, of course, about prequels. Guys, what are your favorite prequels? Well, I already answered the good ones. Oh, okay. I thought well, you were going to ask what we watched this week. Well, that's yeah, we kind don't. of that's kind of what I presumed. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, because I don't, I don't want it to be misconstrued that this is one of my favorite prequels. <laughs> I but I watched, I understand. Curious. I watched, yeah. watched X Men: First Class to, oh. this week. Oh boy! Uh, from 2011, it's basically everyone we know, but it's in the swing and sixties, baby, <laughs> groovy. Uh, <laughs> and oh, behave! It's so. It was just, it's so funny. So, uh, just like in terms of how it looks, Mystique, or Raven, mm-hmm. as you might know her, looks terrible. She mm-hmm. always looks terrible. And in this case, there was, it opens when she's a child. And so she looks extra busted, like her red mm-hmm. plastic sort of like you're, wig like you're, you're referring to the costume looks the costume yes yeah is so silly looking um yeah the that wig didn't do her any favors uh the beast looks pretty bad um there's a lot of good actors in this doing just like such bad performances like we got Jan- january jones we have jennifer lawrence mm-hmm. we have nicholas holt and they're all just like, I don't know. It was it was pretty weird. Mm. But um, what did... Uh, oh, there's a Wolverine cameo. Oh, so this mm-hmm. is like when I, we were talking about you could... Uh, prequels are fun because they do like some fan service and stuff like that. And you can be like, ooh, Easter eggs, blah, blah, blah. But then they also can really lean in to get you... Like they can do some really groany things. And they kind of did a lot of those. And it's mm-hmm. like, it was mm-hmm. like... We see like Wolverine in a bar in Mexico, and they're like, "Want to join us?" And he's like, 
go away. And they're like, all right. And you're just like, teehee. Or like, Professor X, um, he's like, makes a joke like about how he'll never shave his head or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> or just like, and, you know, these sort of uh, cringy devices where they give each other their names. Like, I'll call you Professor X. Mm. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, drawing attention to it made it, these names sound so stupid. <laughs> they okay, must have Mag- had those conversations. Magneto. Yeah. yeah. That one's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, my, that's my contribution. <laughs> were you hurt at all by Kevin Bacon being the villain? Oh, I love seeing him as a yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Um, and also, I think that January Jones literally got this role because she was in Mad Men at the time, and they mm-hmm. were like, "She's doing sixties because mm-hmm. she's Emma Frost. She doesn't do it. She like just you know she f- turns to diamond. She reads minds, whatever. Um, but she just she kind of just acts the same as Betty Draper, just like." kind of unaffected mm. maybe on a pill far fewer lines <laughs> far fewer lines so, so just kind of cute. floats around grabs a, makes a piece of ice off of a glacier or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's true. true classic classic anyway it was um it was it was quite the uh cinematic experience have, have you have you seen days of future past i have and it is when we're getting timelines are all over the place. That's that true. One. That's true. I'm like, oh dear. But I do feel like that one fixed any blemishes of the previous, in a way. Yeah. Like it really, it really did knock it out of the park. Yes. In terms of story weaving, there's so much weaving. So many, so many weaves. Hugo weaving. Weave. Is oh. he in, involved? No. I was going <laughs> to say, is he involved? <laughs> that's that's not how that works. Sanch, uh, what did you watch this weekend? Were they your favorite? No. Okay. Well, okay, I'll just speak to this one quickly because I don't sure. think there's a lot to say. I did watch Monsters University this week. Oh. Did you? A prequel to Monsters, Inc. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's fun. I love seeing monsters go to post-secondary. <laughs> Honestly, and like, yeah, I don't know. The 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 underlying themes are really my bag. You know, mm-hmm. a ragtag group of quote-unquote losers learns to not define themselves and their success by what mainstream society has said. Mm-hmm. We learn that teamwork is better than competition. Yep. We get to see young Mike Wazowski. Mm-hmm. Is the blue one in it too? Yeah. yeah the blue one is there. <laughs> so, but I thought they meet, don't they meet at in at the Inc? No. <laughs> they they knew each other before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they met in university and it's a classic like enemies to besties. Yeah. Odd couple. Fun. Super yeah. good. And it is kind of like a Revenge of the Nerds style yeah. frat competition Thing. <laughs> Togas, toga parties. Yeah, yes. there's frats. Yeah, wow, that's what, that's, that's what they're in. Uh, have you seen the show? No. Is oh, it? it's good. it's good. The show. Yeah, everyone comes back. It's solid. It's, it's pretty solid. Roz. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Roz. Roz is there. Yeah. Good. Yeah. She's a good. Wazowski. <laughs> that's a character I can get behind. Uh, well, that was your quick pick. What's your real pick? Well, guys. Why? <laughs> I was gonna, okay. No, I, w- I was going to make a reference to the song um, Pure Imagination, and then I forgot oh. all the words. <laughs> so I just was like froze. Um, yeah, I watched Wonka. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did uh-huh. it. 
I am so like my all Pink of my defenses are up about the Wonka. There's chocolate. I saw and, and the chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> what's what's his name? The Timothy? No, the Oompa Loompa. Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. I saw that in the, the trailer, and and my like the curtain just closed on that yeah. whole thing for me. He, he's and miserable. It's, in it. it's he's not so good. Miserable. It's not good. That part's not good. I should watch it now based it's, off what you're gonna say. Well, yeah. So I went in with very low expectations. I'll say I mm-hmm. was I was ready to to judge. You're ready to be a hater. To judge and laugh and be yeah. a hater. Um, it <laughs> did. It it pulled me in very quickly, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> it's whimsical and I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh oh, I'm oh, uh oh, my inner child. Um, I mean, Olivia Coleman as like a evil Cockney, landlady. Yeah. Cockney <laughs> landlady scammer with facial prosthetics. Sorry, I I no choice but to stand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just like I th- I feel like it had a lot of promise, mm-hmm. and then it did not deliver on. Oh. On that promise, like I feel like it started quite strong, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, listen, you're m- maybe winning me over," and then beef a, a steep downward slope. Steep beef, mm-hmm. yeah, steep beef. I will, yeah. I also saw it in theater, mm-hmm. and it was very much for children, like yeah. in a way that I was not quite expecting. I was like, "It'll be, it'll swing younger," but it was like, "Oh, it's a, it's a child's show." Yeah. Um, but danged if Timothy cannot just charm the pants off you. He and was, that's the thing. He really he really did a great job. The music is you couldn't be more forgettable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though I did just sing a little tune at the top of this, but But arguably that's one of the best songs. That is. Like there's like a few that are fun and then several that are really I can some of them I'm like the water in my ears. Yeah. I can't. I don't even. I can't hang on to it. I can't hang on to a tune. Like there's this moment when Wonka opens his first chocolate shop with the help of again a ragtag group of, in, of indentured misfits. servants. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, Wait, his own? No, own he's raising money to help free them from Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Oh, okay, understood. He yeah. they, they, he gets entrapped by Olivia Coleman uh, and then meets a group of other people who were as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, including the butler from Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah, and he's really good. Actually. He's so good. <laughs> um, but it's like. It's like this moment of like, oh, wow, like the world of pure imagination. I'm so excited because, you know, that's such a big moment in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when they kind of like first like, truly well, get in. Really mm-hmm. yeah. And then it just, the song is so nothing. The like, I don't know, the, the set deck, I guess, was pretty good, but it just was like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It didn't go anywhere. Um, so, yeah, like I think tonally they were close like there was some stuff that i was like oh yeah this feels so roll doll this feels so charlie and the chocolate factory but it wasn't quite like dark enough i don't think well yeah you're right there should be corporate there should be there should have been more of a a darkness because willy wonka is a dark character what is his deal but did I cry when he sang Pure Imagination at the end? Because he sang it in a in a different key. It was this time it was sad because it was sort of wistful and mournful and not like I don't know. I was like that but I was like it is is funny that I'm like, that's the song I remember and oh that's the best song mm-hmm. and the only song from the original as well. Yeah. Actually not the only song never mind, but hmm. may I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Did he do a Gene Wilder impression? Like, mm. no, but I think he very successfully channeled the spirit. A bit of a, the mania. That Gene brought to the 
to the role. But as you said, not enough creepiness. Yeah. Willy Wonka's a creepy man. Yeah, he like really nailed the mania mm-hmm. and the like whimsy mm-hmm. and the like melancholy, I would say. But not the deep, deep sadness. Yeah. I would say. But maybe. Wonka and they did set up, they gave yet. him a sad backstory. So I'm like, he, it was all there. He could be sad. Yeah, true. Interesting. But he probably gets sadder. That's oh. most of oh, us well do. Bad. Damn. He gets, he gets but yeah, Timmy, man, I was like, we can call it stunt casting all we want, but man delivered. The, the man can dance. The man can dance and it, sing. And he can. Yeah. yeah. No, he is talented. Like, just in, like. Yeah. Also, that the last things I've seen him in is that and Bones and All is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I still have watched that. A little bit of contrast oh there. For it's his, quite, yeah. Checking out his range, right? There we go. Uh. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I just want to mention The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, mm. which, have you guys seen this? Have you seen? Have you watched? No. Uh, so, it is related to Fistful of Dollars and A Few Dollars More. It's all Clint Eastwood. It's a Few the- Dollars More mm-hmm. is a title? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really... Uh, these are all very westerny movies with a very squinty, very famous Clint Eastwood. Right. Uh, the Good, The Bad, and The Ugly has the craziest ending, which, like predominantly is done with sound and music and it's like they're having a th- like a draw like there's three men oh, shooting each other yeah. uh anyway i like don't know if it's my nostalgia for this movie or if it's actually just super good and i don't care to pick it apart uh oh. <laughs> so anyway uh i watched it super good did not realize it was a prequel <laughs> at all until yeah i saw it on some lists yeah anyway about. very obviously very good uh i think that's more just like they had characters and they just wanted to do more stuff, so they just kept going. And I don't think it matters. Why not? Yeah, I'm going to talk about Star Wars. And oh, yeah, this had to happen. Yeah, it did have to happen. I feel like we're in a situation where the prequel situ- situation of Star Wars is very problematic. It's wow. out of this world. So we ha- we have what what has occurred is that a man made some movies that a lot of people, including myself injected into their blood in a non-healthy way Hmm. okay (laughs) so so let's just let's just get that out then quite some time later he decided to make three more which at the time seemed like a very bad idea Mm -hmm. and a lot of people did not like that well right a lot of people also at that time took those movies and injected them into the blood in a way that's probably also not healthy well a whole new generation that's true the next gen and then quite some time later uh, a man, let's just call him Mickey. Mm. Uh, not, I'm not drawing allusions to anything. Yes, yeah, realized totally. that there was still quite a bit of money in that in that cow that could be milked. Oh, and then just proceeded to, to flatten that cow. <laughs> those, <laughs> just those weird angry. space, those weird space cows. Yes, from the new ones. It's, a, it's, a, it's the blue milk. milk the right? blue, milk. The blue yeah. milk. Yeah, they uh, just ran a train on that cow. And, oh, and now, <laughs> oh my, and now we're in a situation. Where some of these prequels have prequels, yeah, right. Like, like we are in like they're, they're like yeah, they're pre pre pre. Yeah, and like if you want to know more about like they're making a Lando movie with I thought Donald Glover. Didn't that already? He happen? already he's he, been he here. was Lando he was in, in oh, the, right. Han okay. movie. He was the Han Solo, but now he's getting his own thing, and like a part of me is interested in that, a I part mean, of me is not. Like, Listen. I mean, honestly, right? Like, that's kind of how I feel, for too. The, for the... For the... Honestly, For the flutters alone. Anyway, I also think it's an interesting thing that 
Now, a lot of people are saying that the prequels were actually good because they don't like the new ones so much. Oh. You know, they're kind of like shifting the gears. Curve. And there is a lot of stuff out of the prequels that I always kind of felt was pretty good that I think, like, had a huge impact on everything. Yeah. And, like, it's the whole Hayden Christensen of Yeah, like, the yeah. Obi-Wan Anakin stuff is is very compelling. I think so. Can I've you confirm to me, in the first three, mm-hmm. the third of that one... That was the fi- that was the ex- the last scene like in the world that we've ever seen. Everything else that has happened after that what has you, taken part before, what right? You, what like you, when say, they say it again. No, when, the, like, the new ones. No, but like in the f- original three, right? You know the last the last movie when it's like we kill Darth Vader and everyone's happy. Yeah, that is, in that timeline, that's the that's the last thing we see because everything else that has been made. Like previously, is like happens before that. Is that true? No, no, the new trilogy. Yeah, like all the new, all the the, yeah, all the new. That all happens after after that. Yeah, yeah, because Adam Driver is uh, Han and Leia's son. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Remember, and then there's the whole dumb phrase of Palpatine thing, and Palpatine comes back. Like it's like it's it's, all that. It's hard for me to wrap. And I think that's I think that's fair. We've got like it's 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 a lot right now anyway the the rule with star wars these days is like if you like a thing like it and if you don't don't like that's fine however i do feel like we're in a situation where mandalorian is a good example we've just explored something new star wars is predominantly about family and exploring what that means to certain people and i think we've lost it like i think i think they don't know that that's the core of the whole situation anyway <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to watch all of the Star Wars. Oh man, you can't. is so hard. <laughs> and there's some stuff I'm just very much not into, so I've had to leave it behind. Mm. But there is so much content, and yeah. like the other, like there there's books written every day that are about stuff that happened before. Yeah, I'm and writing one right now. <laughs> I know, I know the timeline inside and out, so I'm writing it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, anyway, Star Wars prequels. I like them. The, the, but be careful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, this, like the prequel trilogy, you mean? Yes, yes. That's, I'm referring to those. Some of the other prequels, I also like, even though I feel like I shouldn't. Like the solo. So, the solo. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's Rogue One's good. pretty good. Rogue, I think you Rogue know, One is so good. I did like Rogue mm-hmm. One a lot. I've, yeah, I've taken the standalones like they are mm. well done. You know, like, anyway, what's to come? I don't know. But there will be more. Yeah, oh. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until they don't sell any tickets or subscriptions, they will be or selling these. Merch. True. Yeah. yeah. At this point, my credit card just buys it for me. It's a virtual assistant. Oh, no. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> scammed Not true. Me. Not true. Your uh, Star Wars credit card. You guys, in the last few minutes here, uh, are there any other things you want to talk about? I can hit you quick with Prometheus. Oh. A prequel to 1979's Alien. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, this is... I feel like this confounded people because it introduced a whole bunch of things that, that p- people are confused by. It mm-hmm. introduced the engineers, which were like human forerunners. They, they, but they were kind of already there. But, we already it, did that. But like in Alien, 
No, it was just like... They were there. Yeah, man. Where were they? They didn't do anything, but they were okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, basically... Where were they? <laughs> they were in their pots. <laughs> this movie is confusing. The aliens present themselves in many ways. Mm-hmm. I count snake creature, hu- humanoid <laughs> engineer, squid-like baby... Mm-hmm. That this grows to huge. Census. That grows to a huge squid, and then the chest bursters, as we yes. know them. Um, anyway, I don't know if it's a great film, but Charlie Theron is amazing. True. Extremely mother in this. She burns mm. a man with a yep. uh, a fire flamethrower, flame yeah. and they all treat her like she's the villain. And I'm like, she was right, and she <laughs> should have done that. <laughs> Did you see the sequel to Prometheus? No, I have not. Okay. The alien. Just no, kidding. no, no. They made it. It was super weird. It was very strange. Right. Yeah. It takes place right after and Michael Fassbender. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. he played a good robot, and people he plays were, an android. Yeah. People were like, "We need more robot." And then they have an, and then he plays an evil android, and they kiss. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> gay, gay robot kiss. But they look. But they're, but they're played by the same. The way character. I just came alive. But they're the, they're played by the same character. Because they look the exact same. It's a Michael Fassbender gay robot kiss. Kisses yes. himself. It's yeah. very, you know. Guys, I gotta go. I know. Sonia's already good. The next episode of Spoiler Alert is planned. Fassbender gay Fassbender. kiss. Fassbender. gay self kiss. Robot Fassbender gay kiss. Hot. I mean. And with that, that's all the time we have. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. My co hosts. Sean, Sanj. I was like, did Jeez. you forget her name? <laughs> I like connected. It's, only, it's with been five years. Spoiler alert: It's broadcast live Wednesdays at six, rebroadcast Fridays at three, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at Spoiler Alert YQR and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. Coming up next, some really dynamite CJTR content. Yeah, you are going to want to stay on the radio station. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.